<laughs> What's up, everybody? I am back once again. Thank you, thank you, kids. Uh, episode 9 of the podcast. Welcome to the Decode Podcast, episode number 9. I'm your host, Cody Flores. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm going to try and make this one today uh, kind of a quick one. Uh, we're going to go right into Game of Thrones stuff uh, and then just a couple of pop culture news things and things going on um, concert-wise around town that I think you guys should know about. So, Game of Thrones. It's all over, folks. I know, I know it's a bummer. Uh, I love the show. I was in it since, uh, pretty much since day one. I think I got shown the show in in its first season. And... I I really loved it. I, at first, it was really hard to get a hold of, and like, because there was so much going on with so many different storylines. But as most of you know, you know, if you just stick it out through like three episodes, you're hooked instantly, and uh, you fall in love with the world, the characters, and all the crazy story plots and the twists and turns. It's it's been awesome. But somewhere along the line, this season. They dropped the ball, and uh, it just the the writers were uh, I don't I don't know what they were what they were doing. Dan and Dave, the showrunners, I heard were working on Star Wars at the same time, and that kind of I've, after hearing that I kind of feel cheated because maybe their focus wasn't entirely on the show. I mean I'm sure in their heart of hearts they probably gave it everything they got, but even. That being said, uh, if you have two monumental projects like that, don't work on them at the same time, man. I mean, it's going to show, and it clearly did with, uh, I don't know, just not paying attention, man. I don't know if this was the like director's fault or editing whose fault this was, but, you know, like the Starbucks cup, um, Jamie's hand, uh, like when he was holding Cersei in the, la- in the second to last episode on The Bells, uh, instead of his golden hand, they left his regular hand in there. And then in this uh, last episode, when they had the Great Council, there was a water bottle left by Sam's foot. It's like, it's like, dude, what are you doing? I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna teach those guys a lesson. Jeff, I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> um, let's get into it. Okay. Uh, there was. I felt like there was a lot of wasted time there. They. At the beginning, they told us these are going to be movie-length episodes, hour and a half, and that was the other thing. Not every episode was that long. It took, like, three or four episodes to get to, like, the quote-unquote movie length, and I don't know. It felt a little cheated there, uh, and even when they did that, they wasted a lot of time with these slow-motion shots and just slow, melodic. I get you have to do that every now and then to create a mood and create, you know suspense or whatever you're whatever you need to do but when you do it so often and the audience can kind of catch on it's like it just felt like they were burning time and it just that kind of sucked but uh you know they they threw a few things in there um I mean I had a I had an inkling that Danny was gonna die but I feel like some other people was just surprise motherfucker (laughs) yeah um yeah, so give me give me the long. I felt like they could have given it another season. Uh, of course, the battle with the Night King uh, 
felt rushed and nothing happened there. It was like, I, I covered that in another episode. It was like, what happened? Uh, I want more story on the night King. It was just, it just felt like, Oh, there was a big, uh, big old, big bad guy. And we're done with him and let's move on. Not to mention, they didn't even talk about the symbol that the, the white walkers left behind, uh, the little spiral thing. They never, they never touched on it. They dropped the ball once again. The the writers, I don't, Dan and Dave, I don't know what they were they were thinking. Um, come on, guys. It was at this moment he knew he fucked up. And it was the same thing with Cersei. It was like there was no real satisfaction in her loss. It was almost like, you know, obviously the city was at a great loss, but at the same time, she kind of won because she showed everybody how horrible of a of a queen Danny ended up being. So no real satisfaction with uh, Cersei. And with Danny, yeah, everyone was kind of been saying like, you could look back and see her madness from the beginning or it start to form here and there. True. All true, but at the same time, it felt like it went from like zero to a hundred in the last couple episodes just to give John more of a reason to kill her. Uh, I personally would have liked to see her kind of unravel a little bit longer. Maybe hear some voices in her head, kind of like the Mad King. Maybe just see some of that stuff, which... Also, with the Mad King, they never really paid off any of the voice stuff in his head. Uh, they didn't say if he was really sick. They if he they just called him the Mad King, to my recollection. I can't remember everything, but uh, like I, I had kind of mentioned in the last podcast, I thought it would have been really cool to have Bran be almost the cause of these um, of these insane thoughts and having the Mad King want to be like, burn them all. And, you know, that would have been kind of crazy if Bran did the same thing to Danny and made her, you know, hop on the dragon and, and kill everybody just because at his end game was eventually the throne. But that's not how it played out. I think that would have been even more Red Wedding-esque than, and kind of cool, like a cool backstab. And that would have been like a really Game of Thrones way to to end it and just leave with Bran kind of smirking on the throne, his own wheelchair throne, if you will. And you know what? I'm not the only one that even caught, you know, everything. Like, I saw this post on Barcelona Sports with quarterback uh, Aaron Rodgers, who was actually on the show. He was on the episode The Bells, and he was one of the guys that was just running away from the dragon fire. And check out uh, what he had to say. The person with the best story is Bran, <laughs> who, by the way, three episodes ago said he wasn't Bran Stark anymore? No. John had a better story. Danny had a better story. Arya had a better story. Sansa had a better story. Tyrion had a better story. Varys had a better story. Braun, a lot better story. Jamie, better story. Xerxes, probably better stories. Any Baratheon, better story. Well, who should have been on the throne? I mean, I think, I think Danny should have been on the throne. Here's the thing, though. Here's my th here's my last theory about it. if Bran, the three-eyed raven, who, who's you know all about the health of the realm, let's think about what he did. He basically wanted the throne the whole time because he's the one 
that told the Starks, knowing that Sansa would tell Tyrion, knowing that Tyrion would talk to Varys, knowing they'd scheme for Danny's death, knowing that would piss her off, which led her to be the Mad Queen. So he, the entire time, kind of set this whole thing up, and at the end he goes, oh yeah, I don't, I don't want to be king. Oh, but why did I travel all this way to be here? No. Look, <laughs> I, I love the opportunity to be in the show, which most people probably don't think I was, but I was there. <laughs> I love the show, but, uh, you know, the writers were also doing Star Wars, so I think they might have been a little busy this last season. He comes. Damn, dude. That's what I'm saying. Straight from Aaron and Rogers' mouth and mine. Shots fired! Shots fired! Guys, don't work on two major projects at the same time. Ugh. The, I'm sure, I'm sure HBO would have let them have longer seasons and wanted this to go on. You know, even even George R. R. Martin, he wanted it to go to like ten. You know, and Dan and Dave said seven, and they compromised on eight. Which, come on, guys, you could you could have went to at least nine. I would have been fine with nine. That's it's good, and then work on the prequels and everything else. It's all good from there. But you know, you can't please everybody. And you know what? Uh, I'm I'm kind of done spinning my wheels on this whole thing. I love the show. I will still watch all the other episodes and. Who, who else is with me? Battle of the Bastards, way better than uh, the Battle of Winterfell. Plus, one thing that for sure I'm I'm almost positive that we'll get in the next coming years is uh, just some bonus bonus uh, content from fans. I saw this insane, insane uh, thing called Star Wars. If you go on YouTube, type in Star Wars SC38 Reimagined, and it's by... Um, F-X-I-T-I-N post. Well, anyways, they basically took parts of A New Hope from Star Wars, the first Star Wars that ever came out. They took parts of that battle from Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Vader, and basically they had another actor that kind of posed as both of them. And back then, the lightsaber fighting, it wasn't choreographed like it is today, so they didn't really know it was just you know basic lightsaber fighting but they refilmed it they added in parts from the original movie and then they did way more like forced force uh pushes and put that into the fight and then they also incorporated parts from uh revenge of the sith on inside uh darth vader's head where it was young Anakin basically yelling at Obi-Wan Kenobi from that movie when he's like I hate you and it was guys just go watch it man it's it's like eight minutes and it's so worth the watch especially if you're a Star Wars fan it's super cool and um yeah you won't you won't regret it and you won't be I, I guarantee you we won't be left without anything uh thanks to the fans and everybody that loves Game of Thrones so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Let's let's move on. Um, some things in pop culture news. Rumor: Charlie Hunnam in talks to play Wolverine. Huh? I mean, that, that's cool. That's all right. I could maybe see it. Uh, I really liked him on Sons of Anarchy, and um, you know. If he bulked up a little bit, well, you know what? Wolverine's supposed to be like really short, isn't Charlie Hunnam kind of tall? I have no idea. 
I always uh I always <laughs> I always laugh and make fun of his his American accent on uh Pacific Rim. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. That's a Pacific One Pacific Rim, the first movie, is great. But the dialogue in the beginning when he's talking, he's like We're from a por- a portal opened to another dimension. It's just the way he talks. It's, it just cracks me up every single time and I have no idea why. Um Yeah. Alright. We'll see what happens. We could probably get... Dude, John Hamm could play Wolverine. He looks more like a Wolverine to me than... Mm, I don't know. There was also another petition for Danny DeVito to play Wolverine. <laughs> Who the fu- All right, I'm, I'm all with you on these petitions, guys, but uh, let's 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 cut it down a little bit here. That's a little ridiculous. Uh, other big news. Uh, WB Warner Brothers. What? What's going on here? There's uh Now here's the twist, and there is a twist. We got Robert Pattinson potentially pl- or is playing Batman, potentially playing Batman. I don't know, but you know what? Um, I'm not really judging him off of Twilight. Obviously, Twilight sucked. It was, it's a total chick thing and moving him. And you know, I'm not knocking you if you if you like Twilight, but come on, guys. Let's let's be real here, but he's been in some really cool projects since then, and um, not gonna judge him off the Twilight stuff because obviously he's an actor and he just reads basically what they give him and he does what he can with it. But what I think would be really cool, I'm actually looking at a meme here that says "Do it," and it's got um, Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne and uh, Robert Pattinson as Terry McGinnis. I could definitely get behind that one. That would be pretty dope because we've seen, I don't know, how many ad- adaptations of Batman so far and they haven't touched on Batman Beyond. And Batman Beyond was set in the future where obviously Bruce Wayne couldn't carry on the mantle anymore so he passed it down to Terry McGinnis. And that was pretty sick. I always liked that cartoon as a kid. I actually just uh, did a painting of Batman Beyond and put it up on my Instagram. For those of you also that aren't following my Instagram, it's at Decode Design Co. Another one. Yeah, follow it. And we also got, um, moving on in news, you know what, I'm fine with Robert Pattinson. Cool with it. Let's let's roll. Let's just make sure these movies are quality. Bring them back up to the, um, I almost said Nolan Ryan. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Let's get the movies back up to that caliber. Warner Brothers, okay? Because, I mean, if, if you did that, you could just churn them out. Another one. Seriously. I, I don't think they'll ever get to be um, the caliber of The Dark Knight, though. I mean, like, that was such a good movie. And continue to continue to be so. Um, I actually grew my hair out on purpose one time and went as the Joker for Halloween in Long Beach. And I actually uh, won a costume competition that was actually really fun. <laughs> good Good times there. Moving on, everybody. What else we got? Uh, oh, you know who should play Batman? And his name is John Cena! <laughs> okay, guys. Sorry. If, if you can't tell already from the last episode and this one, I got a soundboard all hooked up, and I'm just having a fucking blast with this thing. <laughs> I'll try and not annoy you guys so much with the DJ horn, but I got some great, great sound effects on here. Just let me run through a few with you. I am a peacock. You gotta let 
or uh, let me let me see. Let me just do one one more. What's a good one? Uh, since Danny died in Game of Thrones, here's one for her. Death, you are my bitch lover. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on once again. And today we got a Stranger Things Season 3 clip that just dropped. Uh, of course, they had the, f- the first trailer that dropped a couple, like two months ago with uh, the Bubba O'Reilly song in it. That, that was pretty dope. But now this one is titled The Pool Clip. So if you type in Stranger Things 3 Pool Clip, this will come up. And it's basically Billy, which is the bully from last year, or the he's the Red Ranger that was in the Power Rangers movie. He is, uh, the. it's so weird. It's like a public pool and you got uh, the ladies, all the moms, basically. Uh, the we, Mike Wheeler's mom is there. And I, you remember there was a weird moment last year in uh, Strange Things Season 2 between uh, Mrs. Wheeler and Billy. And uh, so basically the girl uh, is a lifeguard. There's a girl lifeguard. She gets down off her shift and then uh, ladies are basically like, oh, all right, ladies, it's showtime. And then Billy walks out and the ladies are just like, Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. And homie is just strutting his stuff. It's slow motion. And he sees a kid running across a pool, blows on his whistle. And he's like, hey, no running, no running. He's just, he's drunk with power basically. And then, uh, he's, he's looking at the ladies and I know he's thinking to himself, 60% of the time it works every time. And he gives Mrs. Wheeler a nod and he goes, nice new bathing suit. Uh, Mrs. Wheeler. And she goes, ah, oh, thanks Billy. It's weird, man. You know, how old is he supposed to be in this part of the show? Is he like, 16 17 they're seniors so yeah we'll go with 17 a little creepy mrs wheeler just saying shots fired shots fired and all right what's what's next here uh let's move on to some music news guys uh slipknot for anybody here like slipknot i like slipknot they're dope uh they just released a new song called unsainted i believe and it's pretty, it's pretty sick. Uh, for those of you that just hear the word Slipknot and get turned off, f- fuck off. Like, actually listen to a song. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of uh, some good ones. Wait and Bleed is a classic. Uh, this song, Unsainted, is pretty dope. I like it because Corley Taylor, actually, the lead singer, has... Really, he has a really beautiful voice. Yeah, he there's uh, some screaming and uh, metal parts in there, but he has a really nice melodic voice. And I, for those of you that are uh, musically open-minded, this is a good jam to bust out at the gym. I think I'm going to close the, the whole podcast with this song, but uh, for sure give that a listen. And then for those of you that don't know, Grey Worm from Game of Thrones is actually, uh, he's... He goes under the recording artist name Raleigh Ritchie, and he just put out a new music video where it's like him in an elevator, kind of a slower jam, but it was it was dope, and the video was different. I really liked that. You know, you don't see a lot of people putting effort into their music videos. Also, sorry, bringing it back to Slipknot again. Watch their music video for Unsainted because um, that's the cool thing about them too. Their masks always change. 
and you know some of you guys that cre- get creeped out by the mouse whatever they're they're dope there's a lot of good um time and effort and thought that goes into these things and it's all about the performance and uh you know bringing a good show for the people so good on to them uh again check out raleigh Ritchie. that's a good thing uh let's see here oh a day to remember just announced their uh self-help fest for socal so that's cool when i saw the lineup um wasn't that pumped about it you know I saw, you know, I saw there were, let's see, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, six bands that I didn't know. Okay. And also th- that's the point of a festival, right? You're supposed to hopefully see new bands that you might not have heard about. And that's great. But I feel like there are, their festival lineups have been way more bands than this one. This one seems like it's just going to be like one stage before I know they've had two stages before, but uh, set your goals. They're great. This wildlife, awesome acoustic guitar stuff. Uh, Beartooth, they're dope. I prevail, good. But then it's like I prevail, and then the headliner a day to remember. And I, I really like I prevail, but I don't know if they're, you know, right. Supposed to be like right there, right before a day to remember. Um, you know. I'm not knocking them. I'm sure they've put in their work and their and their due time to be there, but I'm just basing it off of past lineups and seeing what the other bands that they've gotten for the other shows, like uh, like Limb Biscuit for I think it was like their Detroit show. But again, I understand how these things work. You know, it's always about um, scheduling and I'm sure money and that sort of thing. I don't know if I'm gonna go see the show. My second favorite band ever is a day to remember as they put on a great show and this is their festival. Um, if I'm free, I'll go. Let's see. When is it? It is October 12th. Uh, great time to have a festival. I think it, it would have, uh, they normally had it in March, so it probably would have conflicted with music. And that's probably another reason why they moved it. Uh, some of you also maybe heard me say limb biscuit and yeah, if, you weren't a fan. <laughs> I'm sure most of you were a fan of Limp Bizkit at one point or another. And really think about it, guys. Like, I don't know, for me, that heavy guitar in their songs, if you just listen to that, like, it's it's good. It's awesome. It gets you pumped up. And you can say what you want about uh, Fred Durst. I don't think he's, like, a bad guy. If you really listen to him talk about interviews and his songs, it's not about being, like, he's not a douchebag. He's actually talking shit on bullies and people that used to bully him. So, uh, you know, take a trip down memory lane and go listen to some Limb Biscuit songs, man. But before you do all that, go ahead and go uh, try and follow me on Instagram, at DecodeDesignCo. That would be great. I'm really active on there. And also, if you want to shop and get some of my merch, support uh, myself, the podcast, the vlog, all that good stuff, you can head to my website, www.decodedesignco.bigcartel.com and if you want to if you feel like uh, you know ordering something great thank you again for the support I'm actually going to give you a little something a 30% off gift card not gift card I'm so sorry a 30% off discount code so upon your um, end of purchase go ahead and type in this word here you go ready podcast 
and uh, I'm just going to leave that one up. It doesn't matter if you use it now. If you want to do it um, months from now, I'm just going to leave it the same. It doesn't matter. It's it's all good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I had to leave you with one last one. Thank you again, everybody, uh, so much. Um, this has been episode nine of the podcast. We're going to bring it on to number 10 sometime next week. I don't know who I'll have, but hopefully I'll have a guest in studio. And you guys are great. Thanks for listening. Let's, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you guys with that song I was telling you about, Unsainted by Slipknot. Go check it out. Um, tell me what you guys think. Hit me up. Love you guys. Stay weird. Get creative. I'm Cody Flores. And I'm out. Later. <laughs>